0: Continuing with the message that we began last Sunday, is the anointing factor. The anointing factor part two. I call this day a miracle service. Amen. Hallelujah. You believe in God? Yes. You have it. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me read uh, some testimonies. I've been telling you to share out your testimonies with us. Let me read testimonies from two people. One is uh, Eunice... Kavere said, Dear Pastor Davis, I've been, I've been uh, experiencing that pain that radiates up, up my right leg, especially after sitting down, making it difficult to walk. This is common in pregnancy, and I'm well into it at about 27 weeks. I therefore do not think to seek medical attention. However, over the last two or so weeks, the pain had been regular and sometimes immobilizing for me, uh, me for much of the day. On Sunday, 7th March, I was watching the online service and during worship, I sang along, I'm the Lord that heals thee. and I believe for my healing. I didn't think much about it after that until midweek when it occurred to me that I was pain-free. Hallelujah. I thank God for healing me and I trust that he has granted me good health, especially for the remainder of the pregnancy. And we say, Amen. Amen. God has granted us good health especially for the remainder of our pregnancy. And this one here is from a brother, Richard Shissier. He says, Dear Pastor Davis, on Sunday, 7th March, during the service, you instructed us to move and do what we couldn't do before. I did, not, I did move my left ring finger and the small finger, which had last, lost sensory touch for about two months. I did as instructed and went on with my activities, having adopted the loss of sense of touch. On Wednesday morning when we were exercising, I noticed that I could experience sense of touch and full functionality of the two fingers. I was excited and I shared with you immediately. I realized I am grateful and very happy. He even shared it with his sweetheart, Doris. (laughs) Hallelujah. God, listen, church, God is in the business of healing. And if you came sick today, wait. I mean, you'll be, you'll be walking out of this place healed. I'll share with you some things this morning, and we're going to agree for the healing. Even that recurring thing that has lingered for a long time, today we announce in the name of Jesus that it's over. It's done. It's over. Glory to God. Now, in going to the, the message of the anointing factor, <clears throat> Remember we spoke of Luke 4, 18, if I can have it there, 19. These are the first words of Jesus in a, after having, been anointed and ready, I mean, when he, he was ready to start, step out into his ministry. He says, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me. And if you aren't here, you didn't listen to the definitions I gave of that word anointing. Or anointed, please go listen to the message. Last week's message; they are available online, and there's no excuse whatsoever <laughs> to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the broken heart, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and recovery of sight to the blind. To set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the lord that's that was his initial he is quoting he's speaking of the prophecy of isaiah prophet isaiah from isaiah 61. now listen to this uh, some thoughts here received from the lord the person of jesus uh, brings us into the kingdom of god and if you have received him when you die you'll go to heaven that's what happened the person of jesus he we we brought us into the kingdom of God. And now, but the person of the Holy Spirit empowers you to live a victorious life on this earth. The person of the Holy Spirit empowers you and I to live a victorious life on this earth. Because you know the people that are born again. And truly so. And if they die today, they'll go to heaven. But when you start realizing the person of the Holy Spirit and we start gaining revelation knowledge concerning God's word, we are empowered to live a victorious life. We are empowered to destroy the works of the devil. We are empowered to prosper. Just because you are born again, does not live, uh, does not, is, or living a victorious life is not automatic. But, but, but the word of God says, My people are destroyed for, for, for lack of knowledge. So then we have to have that revelation and how important it is to be able to know the person of the Holy Spirit. Listen, He enables you to walk in power and serve your generation. He enables you to walk in power and serve your generation. The anointing demonstrates. To us the victory that Jesus attained for us and the total defeat of the devil. That's what the anointing does. It, it, it demonstrates to us the victory that Jesus attained for us and the total defeat of the devil. That's how it is important to be able to know about the anointing factor. And then the Holy Spirit makes your life here on earth beautiful It makes yours and my life here on this earth fruitful. It makes our life here on earth full of adventure. Full of adventure. We wake up in the morning knowing we're empowered to overcome. We have the victory over the devil, we have victory over poverty. Over lack, over insufficiency, over every man of disease and sickness. Why? Because of the anointing. Remember I said last week in what I taught that we are the body of the anointed one. Christos, Masha, Yeshua, <laughs> Hamasha, I don't know if I said it well. But, he, but, 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 that, but that's the one we're being anointed to come with. And is the one anointed, uh, the anointed one started speaking, I am that anointed one. The head is anointing, who is the head of the church? Jesus. He's anointed. His body is the body of the anointed one. Therefore, there is the anointing for us to walk in victory. Therefore, understanding the work of the Holy Spirit to you, a believer, is critical to your success. In every area of your life. Understanding that work of the Holy Spirit is critical uh, to you, a believer. Why was he sent? It's critical to your success in every area of your life. That's your best friend, people. He's our comforter. He's our helper. He's our standby. He's our intercessor. And then I told you last Sunday, mind you, I gave you Davis Kimori definition of the word anointing. The anointing is the Holy Spirit coming upon you to make it easier for you to accomplish what you're unable, you're unable to do or you're not able to do on your own. It is an empowerment to enable you to enable you accomplish God's will for your life. And then another one I say is a, 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 what I like calling that anointing is God's signature in what you're doing. It's God's signature in what you're doing. He says, I'm in this know, if you brought something to your boss to, to be able to sign a letter authorized to go out there, when he puts his signature, he's saying this, this, I am into this. So the anointing of the Holy Spirit is God saying, I am in this. I'm working with you and through you to accomplish the will of God on this earth. When the Holy Spirit come, comes upon you, he brings, listen to this, he brings power. He brings ability, strength, for supernatural results or exploits. When he comes upon you, he brings in power. Or he brings in uh, power, ability, strength, for supernatural results or exploits. Remember, he says this, you shall receive what? Power. Ability, do not miss, when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be my witnesses. You shall be my witnesses. Results. How do you know that the person is operating in the anointing? How would you know? They, have, they are extraordinary results, not just normal. The extraordinary results, not just normal. You want to know the anointing operating? Extraordinary results. And that's what what we're moving into. That's what you are moving into. you being in in just normal results. We are moving into extraordinary results. You cannot separate the anointing from extraordinary results. Results. The Bible talks about in, in, in Daniel eleven thirty two, 32, them that know their God shall be what? Strong, and they shall do what? Do exploits. Exploits. Now, if you start thinking about this, the ability, if you've been walking weak and, and faint, you need the anointing of God to know how you can operate in that anointing and you become strong. Strong and strong. I really so believe uh, in my heart. I did all preparation to go to Mount Kilimanjaro. Uh, you know, last year when he went in September. But I really so believe with all my heart. I don't know about Norman. You run 21 kilometers with Deco Duncan and, you know, and, and somewhere like that. But I don't know about anything about them. They can say for themselves. But I knew the anointing factor contributed to me going to the... To the peak. Deacon, did you have the anointing factor in mind? <laughs> I, I didn't think of myself and, and, and I told the Lord, if anyone tells me, say, oh my goodness, you made it to the top, to the peak of Mount Kilimanjaro, you are quite something. I said, no, you missed the point. God enabled me. I remember telling him, Lord, I'll ever give you praise when I say about this, because I knew naturally Naturally, I wasn't able to. But I'm going back. I'm going back in the anointing. Same factor. Same factor. Nothing has changed. In your place of calling, there has to be results that others will wonder. Are you a teacher? Are you a lawyer? Are you a, whatever you? Are you a housewife? Are you a mother? Who are you? Listen. Uh, Elder Francis said something about that. I am, anyway, I don't remember what you you were teaching, I think three Sundays ago. But listen to this. The difference between you and the others, that anointing factor kicks in in your life. Others ought to wonder If you are having the same results with them, then that's why I introduced to you the anointing fact. That you may have supernatural, extraordinary Amen. results. Amen. Can I say something here? That's why, post, pre, I don't care what it is, corona should not be affecting you under. And let me give you a loving pastoral exhortation. Stop using it as an excuse. Are you on traffic? Yes, corona help help me here. You know, since this corona, this traffic that keeps holding me back from making on time. Stop using it as an excuse. Jesus paid the price. People are using it nowadays as an excuse. Their are genuine needs. I understand that. But people are using it as an excuse to borrow. You know, you hear someone, you know I need some help. Since Corona came, you know, my, my finances were affected. Which ones? Did you have any before? You see what I'm saying? People use it as an excuse. Listen, we've been called into a higher calling that nothing that happens when we realize the anointing factor, that nothing that happens on this earth should affect us to the place that we lie low like the world. We need to rise up in the time of crisis. We see it in the Bible when in Genesis chapter 26, we see, uh, we see Isaac being blessed in the time of a crisis. And many others. What about uh, Joseph? When was he lifting up? Say, from this day, henceforth, I will not use Corona as an excuse for failure. Don't, please. Don't have it in your mouth every time. I thought you were going to say, thank you, Pastor. I love you. I love you. I love you. <laughs> Daniel, chapter, chapter 1, 19 to 20. In your place of calling, there has to be results that others will wonder. You'll have no competitors. You'll have no competitors. Then the king interviewed them, and among them all, among them all, in the interview that you're about to step in, in the interview that you're about to go in, among them all, doesn't matter the number, we had how many uh, uh, that, uh, what, what do you call it, sponsorship in Africa that our two children got from their home? Over 6,000 all over Africa, and they're looking for 20. Two of us got, two of our children. Do <laughs> you think about that? Was it last year in, uh, in, uh, in October or so? Anyway, anyway, last year, sometimes it was the end of last year. Can you imagine of that? Over six thousand, about six thousand, and then am I say it well? You know, about six thousand, and they needed twenty. That's so? all. Twenty-five, and two of those twenty-five, in the whole of Africa, yeah, came from our home. Yeah, say Charles. Yeah. Then the king interviewed them, and among them all, none was found like Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. Therefore, they served before the king, no competitor. And listen to this: and in all matters of wisdom and understanding about which the king examined them, examined them, having said examined. Uh, any child who's going to exams this year, Form 4, is it this, what, this, not here, this month, this week? Anyone, you have any child here? Do you have any? Yeah, we have our children out of the home. All right. Anyone who's here present? Come on, would you raise up your hand if you're in Standard 8 or Form 4? Stand up, please. Uh, standard 8 or Form 4, just raise, raise up your hand. And stand up, please. Stand up, stand up. Hallelujah. If you are next to the mama, mama, because of this social distance and another thing, can lay hands on you or your dad near there and we release their anointing, and all of us as the body, we agree. That's so? all. Mama, do something. Dads, do something. All right. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we, we agree with this word, the anointing factor. And release faith that every yoke, of fear, defeat, any kind of uncertainty, we break your power now in the name of Jesus. And Father, we release faith upon every child, and even them who are not here called into this ministry into this church, we pray Father, for your favor, and we plead the blood over them. Grant them. A quick understanding. Whispers, child, whisper, be whispering. Holy Spirit, help me. Because He'll bring those things to remembrance that you need to to study and you need to be aware of. Thank you, Father, for this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. You May be seated. So then, in all matters of wisdom and understanding, which the King examined them, he found them ten times better. Than all the magicians and astrologers who are in all Israel. You hear people like, you know that person practices witchcraft in the office. What has that to do with you? Who's matter? Yeah, we don't know where he went to during the weekend. What's, what has that to do with you? Get pleasure of just walking around that individual. Amen. Come on now. The people even don't go even travel up country or down country or across the country because they fear to be be bewitched. I said years ago, let them show up. (laughs) Why? Because there's a factor operating in yours and my life. That's the anointing factor. And in Daniel 6.3 says this, then this man, Daniel, distinguished himself above the governor's and satraps because an excellent spirit was in him and the king gave thought to setting him over the whole realm that's what the anointing factor does you are distinguished in acts chapter 10 verse 38 it says our oh god anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the holy spirit and with great power look at this he anointed the Jesus of Nazareth Yeshua of Nazareth, anointed one, with the Holy Spirit and with what? Great power. And he went around doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, because God was with him. So we see, actually, people, you need to be aware of this. Healing, healing is children's bread. Healing is children's bread. In Matthew chapter, you see the anointing was upon him and he went round. Uh, go back, please, right there. The, the, the anointing was upon him and he went round. He went doing good and healing all who oppressed by the devil. That every member of the body ought to access the healing anointing every day. I'll show you why it's children's Children's bread. In Matthew chapter, chapter 15, <clears throat> Matthew 15, Matthew 15, I think it's from verse 18, from verse 21. There was a woman, I won't read the whole of it, but it's a woman from, uh, it was a Canaanite. And went to Jesus and said, have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David, my daughter is severely demon-possessed. And uh, verse 23, he answered her, not a word. And his disciples came and asked him, saying, send her away, for she cries after us. But he answered and said, I was not sent except to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Then she came and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. Listen to the verse 26. It says, it's not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the little dogs. Now you're speaking about Healing. They're speaking about healing. So then that's why I'm saying uh, that scripture gives me uh, an authorization to say that healing is children's bread. And of course, she went in, you know, verse 28 says, Then Jesus answered and said, To your woman, great is your faith, let it be to you as you desire. And her daughter was healed from that very hour. Healing is a children's bread. Let me ask you something that the father asked me and I, he made me laugh. You know, the father is so funny. He made me laugh. There's a way that he said it. Father, only you can say it. The way you said it in my heart. When do you give food to your children? Daily? Monthly? Or annually? Daily. Is that so? Is that so? Is he a father? He wants healing to manifest daily. That's divine health. You remember the scripture that we pray? We pray in Matthew chapter 6. Is it Matthew 6 what? six? uh, He says, uh, and give us our what? Daily. 611. Give us our daily bread. Remember this. Every day when you say that. Remember healing is part of you. So I have good news for you today. If you came sick in this service, you leave out live out of this place healed. Listen, I'm not saying, just saying, I'm using my faith and it's working. Every kind of sickness, every kind of disease. Listen, it's the Father's good pleasure to give you that every day for it to manifest upon your life. That's divine health. Divine health. Give us our, this day our daily bread. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. Is it you, you bless him weekly, or you bless him monthly, or you bless him annually? Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and forget not all his benefits. And remember in Psalm 16, it says, who daily loads us with what? Benefits. Daily. Daily. And one of the benefits is this. He forgives us all our iniquities, and he heals us from all our diseases. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's how healed you are. That's how healed you are. Glory to God. Anyone who came with any kind of pain this service? Any pain? Okay. All right. Any pain? Okay. All right. Several. So look at this, then I'm going to release our faith and we are not spectators. We are members of the anointed one. Where you had pain, uh, command it right now to leave you in the name of Jesus, the Lord our healer, Jehovah Rapha. Thank you for providing healing. There it is, I just sensed that. For providing healing. Healing is children's bread. Therefore, I command every sickness every disease, every oppression of the devil, every demonic cause sickness and illness, spirit of infirmity, I break your power now, now, in the name of Jesus. I command you to leave the bodies of the members of the body of Christ, the anointed one, and by the stripes of Jesus. You are healed. And I thank you, Father, for supernatural, even organs. Organs being renewed. Organs being renewed. New organs. New organs. I pray that. And I thank you, Father, for these testimonies to your glory. That you are the Lord, our healer. And we always give you praise and glory for paying the price for this. And we honor you in Jesus' name. Now check it out. Do what you couldn't do. That on that. And that's it and testify. Hallelujah. Do what you couldn't do. That's how faith operates. You do what you couldn't do before. And and, and, and testify. Now, it's a bit different today from what I told last Sunday. Let's go. What I told last Sunday. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 1. And it's the same, same in everything. If we see healing, same. Whatever your need is today, same. I told you this is a miracle service. Even if I don't feel it, you're working. Hallelujah, you're working. He's working. Now look at this then in Ephesians chapter 1. Um, listen to this carefully, because if you catch this, it makes it easier for you to operate in some things. Because in, to operate, actually, you can use it in every area of your life and see victory. Blessed and worthy of praise, be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with how many blessings? Every. Every. What is it that has been left out? Nothing. All right? Pay attention to that. Every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places and in the heavenly realms in Christ. And then he says this, just as in his love. You see, people, the whole thing about God is love. Is love. Actually, he chose us in Christ, actually selected us for himself as his own, as his own, those are children. His own. We've adopted this child. He's our own. He's a family member. In fact, I'm, 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 I think ours in Christ is more than adoption. Because his blood flows through our veins. Amen. Hallelujah. We are family members. He made us new creation, new species. Amen. And then he says, it's before the foundation of the world so that, so that we, we would be What? Holy, holy, that is consecrated. Set apart. You, think, that, you think, think about the anointing. The anointing to do what? To set you apart. We are set apart. We are consecrated. We are purpose driven. Very important in that uh, anointing fact. You see, you can't go where you want to, you can't do what you want to, and you can do whatever you want to do and think there's anointing. I told you last Sunday, God does not anoint disobedience. The people just want whatever they want to do. I want to do my thing. No? <laughs> uh, set apart, purpose-driven, and blameless in his sight. Oh, that's wonderful. We are blameless in his sight. Oh, Pastor, you don't know what I did the other day. Did you repent of it? God forgave you. Don't go back that way. Now, so he has blessed us with all spiritual blessing. Let me make a a statement here, and we go in a certain direction. Uh, We've been blessed with all spiritual blessing. Is that so? All is all, every spiritual blessing. If we do not spend enough time Or linger in his presence for us to see what he has made available for us, then we won't change. If we won't spend enough time, in fact, I like calling it lingering, which is the same as to tarry, And in his presence to see what he has made available for us, we won't change. Why is that so? Because what will we be changing to? What you behold, you become. Okay, now... Uh, look at this in 2 Corinthians 3 verse 18 from the Amplified Classic Version, 2 Corinthians 3 18, just that statement I've made, he says this, and all of us, as with unveiled face, because we continue to behold in the Word of God, because we continued to behold in the Word of God as in a mirror. The glory of the Lord are constantly being transfigured into his very own image in ever-increasing splendor and from one degree of glory to another. For this comes from the Lord who is the Spirit. Now look at this I tell you, by the authority of God's word and the name of Jesus, you stay in God's presence, your future, your coming years, will be better, much better, much glorious than anything that you've ever experienced in the past. By that I say this then, I see you in the future, and you look much better than you do right now. When you see that, church, fear vanishes. You don't know, Pastor, I'm 60-something. It doesn't matter. You linger in his presence until you see what age Abraham called as 75. Moses was 80. That comes in the anointing fact. Do you know what the anointing does? It redeems even the time that you have lost. You throw yourself at his mercy and his grace, and even the time that you have lost will be redeemed and walk in freedom. I'm telling you again, by the authority of God's word, your future is much better, is much glorious than anything that you have ever seen in all the years you've lived on this earth. Only what you need to do is to stay in his presence and move into it. And just enjoy. Enjoy. Hallelujah. So there comes what I've just said, very important, is this, seeing with the eyes of faith. So the anointing, you start realizing that the anointing even op- operating upon your life, then you are able to see with the eyes of faith. In 2 Kings chapter 6, <clears throat> 2 Kings chapter 6, there's a story here. And if we pay close attention, there's a spark that will just blow off inside of you. The Syrians, king of Syria had been making war against Israel, I think from verse 8, for some time. And he consulted with his servants. He said, we'll do this and this. And every time they made a, uh, you know, a strategy to attack king of Israel, then uh, uh, the king of Israel will be told by prophet Elisha. And what will happen, uh, they, he'll go another way and he'll defeat them. Okay, because of prophet Elisha. Now, then something that he made was so uh, you know, foolish, he's, he's, he says in verse that you know someone, the Bible says there that one of the people, his, his team, said in verse 12 that one of the servants that Elisha the prophet who is in Israel tells the king Israel, uh, king of Israel the words that you speak in your bedroom. Can you think, that, that was, for me that's a foolish thing. A person knows the words that even you speak in your bedroom and then you go and then he says, the next thing he says is, this. he says, go and find out. Uh, was that? Are you there? Moving a bit. Go, go and see where he is that I may send and get him. Don't you know that you'll know? Huh? Don't you know that you'll know? And, and then that's what happens. He did. And then, look at this. I want you to see something here. Say, Lord, open my eyes that I may see. This is a game changer, if you, you, uh, and I believe. God, for you to, t- to take it in your heart. And, and then he says, the, 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 the servant woke up in verse 15 and he said, I'll ask my master because he saw the city surrounded with horses and chariots and they are coming for Elisha. And what shall we do? So he answered, do not fear for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. What do you do in the natural? One, two. Oh, 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 oh. oh my God. Two, one them that are with us, that's in the natural them that are with us are greater are more than those who are with you, with them he didn't even need to pray elisha said it now listen to this and elisha prayed and said lord i pray you open his eyes that he may see then the lord opened the eyes of the young man and he saw and behold the mountains was full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. The other one, I get amazed, the other one in verse 15 says, the city was surrounded with horses and chariots, but in the spirit realm was horses and chariots of fire. That's the difference. Listen, what happens in the natural, if you're able to see in the spirit realm, you see much more that is available and for you to walk in confidence and in freedom that God is well, able. Hallelujah. But let me ask you a question over here. When did those horses and chariots of fire appear? Was it when Elisha prayed, or that always they had been there? They had been there. They had been there. 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 He says, Do not fear. For they that are with us are more than they that are with them. So they, they look at this then. I you to see something here. The horses and chariots of fire have been there. But the servant couldn't see them. But Elijah could, Elijah could see them. Listen to this, church. We have been blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. They are always there. Healing is children's bread. It's always there. The day you gave your life to Christ, was it the time that he appeared? Or he had been there? He had been there. But you took a step of faith and believed what he says in his word, and it manifested. Every, now I'm going to say it, to personalize it uh, upon your, your life or in your situation. Whatever you need is available. It's not going to be available, it's available. That's why spending time in his presence enables you to see what is available and if your spiritual eyes can see it there's nothing in this natural realm can stop you from having it look at this the the first thing that you experience is this is it steals all your fears steal s t i l i l l <laughs> i l l you no longer fear why because you have, got, you have an access to the provision of your redemption. Say, open my eyes, Lord. Now, now, now look at this then. So he says this, this that you may, I pray you open that he may, his eyes, that he may see. Just what I say there, faith enables you to see. Faith enables you to see. What is faith? Let's go to Hebrews 11.1 1 from the Amplified Version. What is your need today? It's available. It's available to you. Faith enables you to see. Look at this: what faith that faith is. In Hebrews 11, one says, "Now faith is the assurance, the confirmation, the title deed. Where is it in your heart? There is an assurance. There is the confirmation. There is the title deed. Is." A legal document of ownership here in this nation of land. Okay, when things are operating genuinely. Okay? Because I'm telling you, there are things I've known that people have two title deeds. You have it, and you go to another place and you find another one has this title deed of the same property. Those Egyptians will see them no more. Anyway. Now, now look at this then. Um it's a title deed. Do you walk around with your land? I can't see any, I know you own land, but I can see it on your head. But what you do is what? You carry a document, a legal document, that is the confirmation that you own that land. And you know it whether it's in Ruiru or it's in South Coast, but you are here in Nairobi, listen, you have it. Every spiritual blessing. Now you get into the word, it guarantees you what? A title deed. A guarantee of what has been made available to you is yours. And then look at this, then. It's a title deed, an assurance, a confirmation of the things hoped for, being the proof of things we do not see. You don't go around and say, you know, my title deed, you know, can you see my land? It's in Kirinyaga. Can you see it? It's here. It's here. It's big. You know? No? But we know that is that paper is what guarantees. It's, you just show me, that's your land, this is your, my land, and this is the document. Do they have to look at your land when you go to the bank? They don't have to. Okay, they have to, to verify that the title deed is genuine. Is that so? Come on now. When, that's what I'm, I'm telling you. Faith is what enables you to see and to access what has been made available to you in your redemption. Now look at this then. It says this. We do not see. I don't see. You tell me you have a land, I don't see it, but I see the document, that is enough. And and the conviction of the reality, their reality, faith perceiving as real fact, what is not revealed to the senses. A real fact. That which is not revealed to the senses. I can touch it. I can smell it. I can, you know, the five physical senses. But faith has taken it as the reality, as the title of it. I have it. It's mine. I have access to it. Every spiritual blessing. My children's bread. I know. It's mine. I'm healed. I, what I do now, in, in James chapter 5, what James chapter chapter 2, is, is just saying this. Now what you do is... You act as you have received it. That's why we tell, you know, you've heard many times, preachers tell you, do something you couldn't do before. But I was taught in the Bible school, those are corresponding actions. For faith without works is dead. You are acting on what you've already received. You are acting on what you've already received. You have seen it. You have it, you believe it, you stay a long time in his presence. Like you remember what Abraham was told by God in, I, in um, Genesis chapter 13, when Lord has separated from him. He said, lift up your eyes and see. Lift up your eyes and see. Lift up, I'll ask you something, what is your need today? What are you seeing? Are you seeing yourself healed? What are you seeing? What have you been seeing concerning your business? What have you been seeing concerning your marriage? What have you been seeing? Because what you constantly, remember what I showed you in that that, um, 2 Corinthians chapter 3, what you constantly see, you keep seeing, you keep visualizing, you keep staying right there in the presence of God, it becomes part of you. And look at this, faith takes it. And you have it. If you can see it, you can have it. Amen? So every spiritual blessing is right over here. Every need today, every need today. I'm saying every single need. Let me say something about the glory of God. When the glory of God comes in, remember, the glory of God actually is the, the heavenly presence. Heavenly presence. Is, is heaven invading your situation? Nothing is lacking in heaven. And he says this, your need is supplied according to his riches in Glory. So what do you need to do? What do you need to do is to stay in that presence until you can see your need met. How do you do that? By faith. How does that faith come? By hearing and hearing by the word of God. And you meditate and you meditate and you stay there, you worship the Lord until you can see the image of how to come out of that situation. Focusing on the situation is equals to a defeat. Focusing on... On the solution, which is the word of God, is your victory. And faith guarantees you access to what has been made available. In Ephesians chapter 1, verse 18, quickly as we start concluding, if I pray with you. <clears throat> in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 18, I want to read portion of it. It says this, and I pray that the eyes of your heart Listen to this, what the eyes of your heart is. The very center and core of your being may be enlightened. What's the whole purpose? Come on, answer me. What's the whole purpose for your, for your eyes, the eyes, the very center of the core of your being may be enlightened? What's the whole purpose? To see. That's what vision is. You're able to see. And and he says this, flooded with light by the Holy Spirit. What does that mean, church? The Holy Spirit floods your eyes with light that you may see. And when you can see it, you can always have it. Over and over and over again. Years ago, I used to struggle quite a bit leading people into the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And I'll preach, I think that was 1999, 1996 to 1999. I'll preach and sometimes people will be filled with the Holy Spirit, but speaking tongues, sometimes they wouldn't. And then in the beginning of 2000, I saw. I saw it from the scriptures. When I saw it, that's, that was it. Those results for 21 years have replicated the results over And over and over again when your eyes are able to see listen to this if you live here and you know God is leading you that's another thing leading you you go to a dry area it becomes a pool of water you can leave it again that place you started a business or you started something and you go to the next place you have same results while in the negative, when that anointing is not operating, you've heard them say this. Uh, let me say if I can say it well. Ni yule to Have you ever heard say that? The same monkey or same baboon. Take it to another, to another forest, same baboon. hum, Same results. But look at this, when your ability to see, you replicate the same thing over and over again. And, and look, look at this then, even saying like, he daily loads us with benefits, this is what it means, church, you walk in that divine health. You tell the devil this, I defeated you last time, you remember, you're showing up again, same results. If other people say this, you know, I started a business, it, it, it collapsed. I started, I went to this other side, I started it, it collapsed. I went to the other side, and it collapsed. I don't know what's happening with me. No, that's, that's why I'm helping you now. <laughs> While the other ones say this, you know, when they removed me from this, I knew I left. It's, look at this, the anointing factor is upon me. It's not the business that was bringing me anything or where I was that was bringing me. It's the one who lives in me, the one who operates in me. I'll go to another place. I will do the same. They kept doing the same to Isaac. You remember that's when he was digging up the wells? The Philistines came and covered it, redigging the wells, and he went to the next one. Same results. Say the anointing factor. My eyes are open. To see what the Lord has in store for me. (laughs) Now now look at this then. um, In in winding up. This is the second winding up. Uh, That that anointing factor. You've been blessed with all spiritual blessings. The heavenly places You have access to them. Faith comes in. And see the reality of that. And look at this. How then do you transfer that? By faith, How do you, what, what is happening first? You believe. What do you believe? The word. What do you do? You confess the word with your mouth. Then what do you do? You, you can ask the Father. And when you ask, you do what? You believe you have what? Received. Act that way. Think that way. Stay in God's presence long enough until you can see it clear. And the earth realm will respond because the earth realm changes the eternal things unchangeable. Just like what I said, the angels, the horses, and chariots did not appear the time Elisha prayed. They're always there. They're always there. Listen, your answer is there. And the beautiful thing is this it's been delivered to you, it's been made available. To you, access it today. You don't have to go out of this place with the same need. Access it today. And what follows next is this. Peace. They say, thank you, Father. You think about that whole situation. You say, thank you, Father. For the anointing to operate mightily in your life, you must be fully committed to the kingdom of God and, and, and his way of doing and being right. You have to, and you find that in Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. And then a scripture just to, to own you as you go up to higher levels. It's in Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 17, from the New English Translation. Deuteronomy 8, 17, uh, New English Translation. It says this, be careful not to say my own ability. My own ability. And skill has gotten me this wealth. My own ability and skill has gotten me this wealth. Be careful. My own ability. Does that sound familiar? My own ability and my my skill. Oh, I went to school. I really studied hard. You know, in our family we are just genius. My own ability and skill have gotten me this wealth. Go to the next one. He says this you must remember. Listen this. You must remember the Lord your God, for He is the one who gives you what? The ability. That sounds like what? The anointing. He gives you the ability to get wealth. The amazing thing is this He doesn't say like He's given you wealth. He's given you the ability. Look at the wonderful part of this. Wherever you go, the wealth is around you. Oh my goodness. That removes every fear of being fired. Wherever I go, the wealth. Oh, I sense the anointing in that. Wherever I go, wherever you go, the wealth. The wealth. The wealth. Why? Because I have the ability. God has given me the ability to create that wealth. Sure, that's freedom. That's freedom. You just start thinking that. You take time in his presence. I told you, if you don't stay, spend enough time in his presence, you won't see what has been made available for you to operate in. You may have it here mentally, but it's not affected your ability to see and to perceive and to act that way. You know, when something when on something occurs like you know come like happening like on form of a an, it's almost like an accident in front of you, you will know if you believe it or not. If all what comes to out of your mouth the first thing is, Mommy, a grown up. Mommy, you know, a grown-up. You know that is what has filled in your heart. You know that there's no faith operating. But if that comes out of your mouth in the name of Jesus, and not, not Jesus the scared one, there's a difference. There's faith activated for results. Mommy, you say that as a boy. Now you say you're 45, you say, Mommy. Your mama is a good mama, but Jesus has power. (laughs) You must remember the Lord your God, for he's the one who gives you what? Ability to get wealth. If you do, do this, he will confirm his covenant that he has made by oath your ancestors, even as he has said to you. Now, so people today, I want you to receive whatever your need is. I want you to see it. Listen, it's not the time it's being created, it's being there. What is your need today? A healing we've already prayed. Do like you couldn't do before. Whatever it is today, I want you to. I want to see the faithfulness of God. Even if you use the faith, look. Look at this. We use the scripture uh, concerning healing. Is children's bread? He gives us uh, what our daily bread. Look at this in Luke eleven quickly, and then we go into prayer. Luke eleven. Are you still here? Woo! Hallelujah! Amen. Hallelujah! I see, I see, I see, I see, I see, I perceive, faith has taken, I see, I believe, faith has taken what I need, I see, I believe, faith has taken what I need, I have it. My situation has changed. Glory to God. Now look at this in verse 9 of Luke 11. So I say to you, ask. So you see where it comes in? Ask. And it will be given to you. Who's speaking? A heavenly father. Jesus speaking. He says, this is how the father operates. He loves you so much in Romans 8.32 says this. He did not spare his own son, but he gave him up for us all. How will he not through him give us so many things? All. all things. All things. He says this. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be open to you. For some people ask and receive. Only one person can see that. For how many people ask? Is anyone left in here? Come on, people. Come on, people. No one is left out. For everyone who asks, everyone who asks, everyone who asks, everyone who asks, asks. Israel is coming here. Everyone who asks, receives, and he who seeks, finds. And to him who knocks, it will be opened. Look at this he's talking about. What he's talking here. He's saying, verse 11, If a son asks for bread from any father among you, will he give him a stone? You know, this sickness might have come from God. No. That's the devil. That's deception. And he says this, if, if he asks for a fish, will he give him a serpent instead of a fish? Come on now. No, I want you to answer. If we ask for an egg, offer him a scorpion? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children. In other words, church, listen to this. If you say, if you say your need is too big today for the father to give to you, you're making him alive. You're calling him evil. Say, Lord, help my faith. Help my, help my faith. Help my belief. Help my now look at this. This Look at what it says. How much more will your heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? That's the most precious person he's been given to us. And listen to this. That's the most precious person we will ever receive. This is what it means. All gifts, anything you need is so inferior that the father says, I've given you my best. There's nothing I can do for you. You are ready? Rise up so that you can ask. Rise up so that you can ask. Now, don't cry. Don't cry, that's the problem. That's the... a, <laughs> let me say this honey for you, for our love to each other. But, but, Tina, years, years, we've been married, so 18th year. But she she will ask me to do something. They say like, honey, would would you please wash the dishes? Are you able to wash the dishes? I say, why are you talking that way? Why don't you tell me, sweetheart, just wash the dishes, please, help me. I'm zero so he say he said, honey, will you please pass by the supermarket and, and get us some tomatoes or something? I said, why are you talking to me that way? You're crying. You are like, you're, will you please? Just tell me, sweetheart, we need some tomatoes here. Please pass by the supermarket, come like with that one kilo. Hey, Amen? Come boldly to the throne of grace that you may obtain mercy and find grace in time of need. That's what he says. I say, Father, please. Please. This time only. <laughs> no. No. You need to have a smile on your face, Father. Ha 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 ha. Ha ha ha. For, for oh, oh glory. You just you just ask him, smiling. Are you ready? Lift up your hands, everyone. If you really need it, you know it's not the time to walk out. It's the time to receive. It's the time to ask and receive whatever your need is. And I want these testimonies, people. Say, Father, thank you for loving me. Thank you for sending your son, Jesus. Thank you for having given me your Holy Spirit. Now you have said in your word, ask and I shall receive. I'm asking you, Father, whatever you need, ask him for that 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 and father in the name of Jesus say it and father the name of Jesus I believe I have received what I have asked for and I thank you father I thank you, Father. I thank you for the manifestation of it. I see it. I believe it. I have received it. I have it. Now. Now. Now thank you. Now thank you. Now thank you. Now thank you. Again, I told you, if it's healing, do something that you couldn't do. Now thank you. Uh Aha. Ha ha, ha ha. Glory to God. Ha ha, ha lebes. Glere dae. Glendamande, gledia, cloche dee. Handamangreja, chayadabosta. Glere Angels deliver, angels deliver. You hearken to the voice of His word. Keda breda, keda breda, keda breda. Ba kran de kere de prosé kesi de bradi asé de kesi adaba story dear. Hallelujah. And Father, by the authority of Your Word, I believe Your people have received. Yeah. And your glory manifesting in their lives. Father, thank you for anointing their eyes to see. Fear is gone now. Fear is gone now. That uncertainty you had before is gone in the name of Jesus. God has not given you a spirit of fear. But of power and of love and of a sound mind. I thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for your glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just lift your hands. Hallelujah. I know he wants to do more. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You're being healed from that disease. Hallelujah. Father, thank you for faith in this room. Thank you for faith that has been activated in this room. Thank you for the flow of the gifts of the Spirit in this room. Miracles. Gifts of healings. Miracles. People receiving every kind of miracles. And faith to receive. And faith to take. And thank you, Father. Praise God for it. And I praise you, Father. For each and every testimony to your glory. We say, you are the one who gives us power to get wealth. Therefore, we shall not say our ability, nor our skill. But we shall give the glory to whom it belongs. And it's you, Father. And we praise and worship you in Jesus' name. Amen.